This episode is sponsored by SmartVestor. Connect with an investing pro for free at RamseySolutions.com slash invest. You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk investing, retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Nate is in Austin, Texas. Hi, Nate. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Appreciate it. Sure. What's up? So I'm trying to find out, I've about 12 years of trying to convince my wife to let me buy a uh, flip house, finally convinced her after saving up about $50,000 to do so. And she didn't want to do it, but she made me promise I wouldn't uh, try to rent it out, that we would sell it at the end of it. After a three-month uh, construction duration that was supposed to be, this was, this was back in November of 21, I bought it. And we're now a year and a half later. That three months has turned Ooh. into a year and a half. And finally, after three, three contractors, got the house finished and put it on the market in April. And it's been on the market for a little over 60 days now with a showing or two every other week or every week and no offers or anything like that. I've dropped the price from 240 down to 217 and still not seeing much more movement. So, so this, this is harder than they say on TikTok, huh? <laughs> much harder with the residential contractors. It's a different, different. How much have you uh, lost? Now, all the idiots on TikTok have to use residential contractors too. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, how oh, is easy. I got $57 million in 20 minutes and mm-hmm. a bunch of crap. Okay. How much of your, Gosh, bu- I'm have so you sorry, lost? Nate. I've been right where you are and it ain't no fun. Let's go ahead. I'm sorry. Say no, again, no, Jay. no. I want to know how much he's lost. No, he hadn't lost anything yet. He hadn't sold yet. it. He hadn't sold it. Correct. I still still have it and haven't sold it yet. And um, Do you I've have a mortgage on that property? So I have a HELOC on my my personal property, my per, my own home, mm-hmm. and I've paid for paid cash for the rest of it. So I've got one hundred fifty seven thousand in the HELOC that I owe, and then the rest was paid in cash. Yeah. And I'm I'm in it to at two twenty one right now, so I'm estimating with realtor fees and closing costs it'll be about two forty one um, that I'll be all in. But you're on the market for two seventeen. Correct. So you you're going to lose money. Yeah. Definitely gonna lose money for yeah. sure. Okay. All right. And because you've miss you messed your estimates up uh, and your contractor choices up, and so your construction cost was way above what you originally planned in your pro forma. Well, no, my pro forma actually was uh, two twenty seven was what I was estimating to get. Then the market went way up, and then it went way down. And well, it didn't go way down, but it's for some reason it's just not selling. The house there's a house three three story or three houses down that's selling for two sixty, mm-hmm. and it's or it's on the market for two sixty, and it's two hundred square feet less than this one. So, so why why hasn't yours? You, you should be giving yours away at two seventeen. Why are people mm-hmm. not crawling all over it? The Austin uh, market's not that dead. Is the work is the workmanship not good? Well, it's it's about an hour outside of Austin. It's not in Austin. Um, if the house the down the street is, is worth two sixty, and you have yours at two hundred square feet less on the mar two hundred square feet more on the market for two seventeen, someone should have snapped yours up in a heartbeat. I would have thought the same thing. My realtor said that the the comps when we were going through this was between 217 and 238 is what the comps were. Other realtors that have come through said it's a great price point at 225 and and now I've dropped it down even more. So I don't know why it's not selling, but I'm trying to figure out if at this point do I I've got about 50 
thousand dollars in cash that's not going to in investments that are not going to have a penalty if I take it out. I'm trying to figure out: do I pay down the HELOC and just uh, wait wait it out? Or Why do the, I the HELOC is independent of this decision? It's on your home. No. You could sell yes, this house um, for ten dollars and you still got the HELOC. Well, I would pay. I would. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying the interest rate. In your mind yeah, only, are they connected? Well, he's just trying to think, I don't want to lose more money on interest having this loan sit I around. Know. I know. Correct. Okay, so the, the, the all right, number one, you need to get um, jump online at Ramsey Solutions and get in touch with a Ramsey-trusted, endorsed local provider, real estate agent, and have them come out and look at it because they're someone that's going to have at least three years of experience, and they will have moved hundreds of units, not tens of units. And they will be able to give you some insight. And you may want to change real estate agents again. Um, so first thing, because the numbers you're giving me don't make sense. I agree. You, the, the, a house does not vary as much as it has in this conversation in value. Why, why Have they given you any what you would call negative feedback as to why why there's the variance there or why it hasn't sold? So she's still saying that we're we're within the right range. Um, the only there isn't anything like the house looks good. There's no concerns about the house itself. Okay. The neighborhood is up and coming. There's a lot of new builds. The house that's 260 was a, a new build. Mine was a full oh, renovation. Um, so that's a little bit of a difference. Yeah, they're not not. It's not a little bit of a difference. It's a completely different product. Mm-hmm. They're not comparables. You wouldn't okay. use a new build as a comp for an, a renovated old house. They're not comps. Well, so it's, it's your a, earlier comparison yeah. doesn't even hold water. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So bad, bad analysis. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think you need to get some help and look. Uh, 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 truly go to Ramsey Solutions and check out Ramsey Trusted Person. Have them look at it. This is what I would personally do. And then based on what they're telling me, I'm, I'm either going to change realtors and or I'm going to drop the price. Be, when you pay down the HELOC, you can do that in three months, four months, five months if you need to, or you can sell this house. I'm going to keep lowering this house. I mean, if you got to drop it at 195 and get it gone, get it gone. Because here's the thing. You have gone to the school of life, and you are paying some stupid uh-huh. tuition. Okay? You did not analyze or understand the marketplace for contractors. You do not know how to hire or manage contractors. You do not know how to run a pro forma on a flip because you didn't have any margin in your flip. Your flip needed to have another 25% margin that it had. You paid too much for this thing going in, considering the amount of work you had to do to it, because your, your, your margin after you sell it is not anything. You're not making spit. If your contractors had worked well, it wouldn't make spit. And so you've got to go back through and do an autopsy on why this deal failed, where you failed in the process. Since you're going to pay forty dollars or $50,000 for this lesson, learn the lesson in detail. And the most painful lesson of all is his wife going to say, yep. I told you so. Yep. I and told you don't do this. So you did not put proper Ugh. valuation on the house. You underestimated the cost and you underestimated how hard it was to deal with contractors. And you underestimated the time it was going to take to flip it. And you underestimated that you were going to continue to be in a white hot market. That's three things I can tell right now. You didn't know the value. 
you thought you did. You didn't know the heat of the market, and mm -hmm. you thought you did. And you don't know how to deal with contractors, and you thought you did. And you missed your estimates on your construction, sure. and you thought you did. Those four things combined are going to cost you thirty dollars or $40,000 before you're done, if you're lucky, only that. But either way, sell the thing, get rid of it, dump. You can pay off the home equity loan then. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of how much of your cash you're going to lose. You're going to net one fifty, so your home equity loan has gone. It's just yeah. a matter of how much of your cash you're going to lose. Then the last piece of this is this. I used to do crap like you did, only I did it to the tune of about $4 million worth, and it caused me to go bankrupt, Nate. That's why I got no patience for it, because I was exactly – only I was successful at flipping them and making a profit. But I had a lot of short-term notes, and the banks called my notes. I was 28 years old, and it bankrupted me 30 years ago. So I've learned my lesson on doing flips with anything but cash. And I don't listen to people like Tic Tac people that are doing real estate seminars either. I'm done with it. So those are the things I learned. The last one is this. Proverbs 31 says, who can find a virtuous wife for the heart of her husband? She is, she is more valuable than rubies. For the heart of her husband safely trusts her, and he will have no lack of gain. I don't do crap like this when my wife doesn't feel good about it. It costs me money every time I do. So let's talk flips for a second all right since um gymnastics real estate gymnastics doing flips is a, a big deal so i did my first flip in 1983 the year before i was born so that would be 30 years ago right or 40 years ago 40, uh, 40 years, years ago. 40 ago. years ago 40 years ago yeah the first flip i did i was so stupid that i thought that everything that was a foreclosure was a good buy. That if it said foreclosure, that it must be cheap. Mm. I equated foreclosure with cheap, which sometimes is true. I think most people do. But I bought a, a HUD repo. They used to put them in the newspaper, and you would bid on them. FHA, ref, ref, FHA foreclosures, HUD repo. Out of the news, you had a newspaper as a bid process. I turned in the bid. I talked a banker into financing 100% of it because I had a real estate degree. I was a real estate guy. <laughs> I knew all about real estate, and I was 23 years old, so I was oh a freaking gosh. genius, okay? And so I bought this house. Um, I knew everything about the house before I bought it. I'd gone through it with a fine-tooth comb. Okay. The, um, in those days, they used, uh, we, we used uh, uh, copper pipes mm -hmm. for the water supply. And the, the house had been sitting empty, and so the copper pipes had frozen and split. And so it was pretty much a sprinkler system mm -hmm. underneath, mm -hmm. uh, and you had to go through and redo the copper pipes. And I knew how to do that because I'd done renovations work in high school, working wow. for my dad okay. in the real estate business. So I crawled around on my little back under there with a little torch and fixed all of the, spliced all these pipes, fixed all the pipes, uh, put new carpet in it, went in on the weekends, and Sharon and I repainted it. Okay. And I kept all of my receipts for what I spent and paid myself zero labor. Okay. That's how stupid I was. And we put the house on the market, and it sold in five weeks. So I'm a huge success. Net, 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 when I got done, I added up what we had in it, what we paid for the closing cost, what we paid on the closing cost on the resale, uh -huh. what actual, after every dollar is recorded, what actual net profit did I make, $842. You're an overnight success. I'm now game on. Can't nobody tell I'm you nothing. I'm obviously good at this, <laughs> which means that I probably paid myself, what, a dollar an hour yeah. labor? Yeah. 
Well, you know, I didn't get paid for the labor. The eight hundred forty-two oh was with this free labor I had. I had slave labor. Me. <laughs> yeah, you and were my your wife own. and my wife. Yeah. So well, we're in there. So that was job one. Okay. okay. The next one, I I bought, and I thought, well, I'm not buying houses in bad neighborhoods because I don't know anything about all that stuff. I'll get in trouble. But this guy called me up, and he had a house, and he sold it to me for seven thousand dollars. And I ran the what I thought was the estimate, and I had three contractors look at it and give us bids. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first contractor wanted a fifteen hundred dollar deposit up front. Never saw him again. Right. Went to his trailer and knocked on the door in the trailer park, trying to get my fifteen hundred. Wonder, wonder I didn't get shot. By the way, he had already left and gone to oh, Kalamazoo no. or wherever it is contractors go when they take your fifteen hundred dollars oh, because no. you're an idiot and you give it to him up front moron. Yeah. And so then I started on the second contractor, the third contractor, the fourth contractor. And, uh, when I finished with that property, it, I had already done a whole bunch of other deals by then, mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, 60 or 80 more deals. Oh my gosh. Uh -huh. By the time I finished that property, I ended up only losing $14,000 on a house. I paid 7,000 for four and a half years later. Oh my gosh. This is how dumb I am. So if that had, wait, if that That's second house had been your first house. I would have been out of business. Yeah. I would have been Nate. Yeah. You would have been like, I'm never doing this My again. My wife would have been going, yeah. Instead, I managed to delay the pain on that one. Meanwhile, doing a whole bunch of others. And I made a lot of money. Yeah. I made a lot of money. I ended up in my life, I have owned over 2,000 pieces of real estate. I flipped real estate as my job for four years. Buy, I was using 90-day notes to fix them and flip them. I made, and I started buying property at 70 cents on the dollar minus repairs. Wow. So a $100,000 property, I buy it for 70 minus the repairs. That mm -hmm. was the formula. And that means I bought a lot of foreclosures, a lot of estates. I did some historic rehabs. Mm -hmm. We've done a bazillion deals. I can walk wow. around Nashville and show you I did that house, that house, that house, that house 30, 40 years later. I want to take that tour. And uh, now you don't want to be in that neighborhood probably. But um, Okay. <laughs> Some of those neighborhoods are now gentrified, but um, gotcha. yeah, they've come back a long way from $7,000. Now it's 260 to live on that street, and it's a great property. Not really. Still in Dodge City. You shoot up and down the street if it's Dodge City. I don't care whether it's gentrified or not. Mm. So anyway, the uh, you're killing me here. But yeah, so this is, this is my real estate career. So when I get aggravated at the idiots on Tic Tac, it's because I was one of them. Yeah. Okay. I was doing the exact same stuff, and I can smell neophyte beginner a mile away. Yeah. Because I was I was tw I was twenty three. I was going to get rich in real estate. I made eight hundred and forty two dollars minus the cost of my labor. I lost fourteen thousand dollars, and then I went on to make money and make money. And I started figuring it out that I had mm -hmm. to, you know, had to I had to I had to be tough with contractors. I had to get with good ones. And I, and I had to have be tough on schedules. Mm -hmm. You had to be finished. Mm -hmm. And then you put the house on the market aggressively and you flip it. You don't keep it ever. And, uh, you know, not like her. We're not in the rental business. And right. then, I, then I ended up buying a bunch of property. I buy packages of houses. And I buy 10 or 20 at once. And they were rental portfolio. Mm -hmm. And I, I lost every bit of that when I went bankrupt in, uh, in, in 1988. Five years later, I wow. had now owned, I had four million dollars worth of real estate when we went in. That's a fast. Went into bankruptcy. Yeah, that's a whirlwind, Dave. It was. I worked all the time, and I was really, really good at doing deals. But I'm saying to but, go from zero to hero, or yeah. hero to zero, 
and back. Ooh. Zero to hero to zero. <laughs> That's a PhD in DUMB oh, is what goodness. that is. Yeah. And so, but uh, I got a lifetime of learning there, and it led me to have a bullcrap meter that is very sensitive to real estate people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you, you know, when you guys are talking about real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate, because real estate's real hot, right? Right. Now. It's a popular fad topic again. Everybody wants to do a real estate deal. Everybody wants to do a flip. Everybody wants to own a real estate. Your renters will pay your rent. Renters will pay the payment. You don't worry about it. it says people who've never had renters. Mm-hmm. That's a dumb butt statement. Okay, let me tell you, let me teach you some words. Chapter 13, Mm. bankruptcy for I will pay you when by God I want to. Okay, and let me tell you what you can do with a tenant who's in a bankruptcy. Nothing. Wow. You have a stay on you, which is an injunction. A federal court has looked at you like a dog and said, stay. And as a creditor, if you even call your tenant, you can be held in contempt really? of court. Wow, you I cannot didn't know that. talk to them. You cannot do anything except everything they wish as far as repairs while they pay zero rent. Because wow. you stay, dog, stay. Yeah, you learn this when you've had a couple of them. So when renters are always, they're going to pay the payment, and it's a free house, and I'm, I, you know, I, I have a jet airplane, and you're just an <laughs> idiot. You're just an idiot on t- TikTok. That's what you are. It's unbelievable. Well, here's, so real, real estate is great, but you, there's a people factor with the contractors. There's a people factor with the renters. Mm-hmm. There's a people factor when I overestimate how what the uh how how much money i'm going to make i underestimate the contractor or the time it's going to take to run it i i i think it's going to sell faster than it is mm-hmm. cuz i'm always a glass half full guy and right before that's when you get your freaking nose bloodied slow down people pay cash for the stuff and run it like a business not like a get rich quick scheme it's your only hope of doing making money in real estate that's, it is not a poor man's game i think that's the part that anybody can take away from this is it would be one thing, Dave, I feel like if you were sitting here going, I tried that real estate thing and this is what happens. And it was just like this negative story. But then you go on and figure out the best way to do this, the smarter way to do it, the way that actually works. And that's what you're teaching. It's not like you're saying, stay away from real estate, never do it. There's just a right and a wrong way to do it. I was 24 years old. I had a million dollar net worth in 1984 and I made $250,000 that year. That's 20,000 bucks a month Mm. in 1984. Okay. In 1988, my taxable income was $6,000. Wow. All I did was sell property in bankruptcy. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To learn more about how to plan for retirement, visit RamseySolutions.com slash retire or click the link in the show notes. Ramsey Solutions is a paid non-client promoter of participating pros. Learn more at RamseySolutions.com slash smartvestor.